0: This is Colin. He has a problem. He has a lot of DVDs and some of them he hasn't seen. So he's gonna grab his son and they're gonna watch each one until the pile is empty. These films are still under wraps. Still under wraps. Unwatched, unloved, and still under wraps. Still under wraps. These films are unwatched, unloved, and still under wraps.
1: Hello and welcome to Still Under Wraps. My name is Colin, and with me, as always, is my fellow film watcher, compadre, and son, Thomas. Hi. Hello. You're, you're sounding very excited today.
0: Ah, oh dear. It, it, it it's it's been a rough one.
1: It's been a rough day or a rough week.
0: Just a rough day.
1: Yeah. What has happened today?
0: Oh, some some less less than favourable stuff on the internet. Some less than favourable stuff Out, Outside And And a, a glass canister Broke in my room And put paraffin oil Everywhere
1: A glass canister mm. Can you Can you elucidate
0: uh, So there's this thing called A Galileo thermometer and And the way it works Is that you have a glass canister filled with a liquid that changes density relatively noticeably in temperature. And then you put objects in that canister with specific densities such that they will rise and fall as the temperature rises and, well, falls and rises.
1: Right, so this Galileo thermometer...
0: It, 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 it fell... It hit the desk, I'm assuming, first, and then it hit the floor, and it was all over after that.
1: Right, so so we've got Galileo and Newton fall, having a falling out. Mm. It was a mess. It was. It was a big <laughs> mess. <laughs> and uh, it destroyed a keyboard, a computer keyboard. The paraffin oil did not uh, react terribly well with the membrane in the... Uh, keyboard um, and possibly the shaking of the oil out of the keyboard may have also uh, <laughs> stretched it somewhat but <laughs> fortunately
0: not particularly attached to that keyboard it came with the computer it yeah. was
1: it was passable <laughs> yeah well, yeah i don't know how you've put up with it for so long It was, it was basically a corded Keyboard for a desktop computer, but felt very much like a laptop keyboard, mm, yep, and was squished all together, much like a laptop keyboard. So, mm-hmm. um, yes. So uh, Galileo is no more, and uh, neither is that keyboard. No, but we've cleaned up. Speaking of cleaning up, let's clean up this podcast and yeah, and get it out of the way. That being said, we I, I think we're in for. At least a fairly non-depressing movie is mm. my understanding. I have caught the very end of this film on SBS. I think I just <laughs> I just remember it being very very bright, um, very much um, primary colours type of bright. So yeah, and I think the colour cover tends to suggest that might be the case. So what are we watching? Today. Amelie. Or, as the French would say, and hopefully this will work
0: Le fabuleux destin d'Amelie Poulain.
1: So, the fabulous destiny of Amelie Poulain. So, please tell our dear listener what this film is about.
0: Amelie Poulain lives in Paris and in a world of her own, introverted but with a very extroverted imagination. Amelie is obsessed with the small pleasures of life and believes she can twist the fate of others by affecting the slightest changes in their environment. So, she sets out to give the lonely and unloved a new lease of life, taking some time to enjoy skimming stones and planning to win the heart of Nino. Uh,
1: let's see if this, this brightens up our lives, as it uh, seems to suggest it will, and sticks a smile on our dial and... Thomas, would you be so kind as to unwrap the... No, I won't. Okay, that's right. It, I fuse This was a gift from a dear listener. Um, and so it is unwrapped. And it is now uncased. And Thomas is going to pop that into the Blu-ray player. And we're going to watch it and uh, come back and determine whether it stays on the shelf. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Turn to side B. That's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We're going to turn to side B.
0: Yep, just after this music.
1: And it's pretty good music, actually. I quite like it. Very provincial French. but
0: uh, We're going now. We are. Honest. Bye-bye. Well <laughs>
1: So that was Emily. It
0: was what a very silly film.
1: Oh, look. A French quirk. Uh, that's what I'm calling it. It, it mm. may well have a a uh, a specific name for it, but I uh, there's a, s- a certain quirkiness to um, certain French films That only the French seem to be able to pull off And I think they pulled it off mm. um, And there are actually a few on the shelf And uh, I'm, I'm going to say straight out right now I'm glad this is on the shelf yes. <laughs> it's, it's just It's heart is just so absolutely in the right place it is shot so well, and yeah, I love it. I really <laughs> do.
0: I don't know if i if I have much to to add to to that actually, but whew,
1: I'm happy now it it is a happy, happy feel good film you know there are there are moments of tension there mm um. And and they get their comeuppance, mm-hmm. basically. Um, in in the most delightful of ways too. There are certainly some adult themes in it, so it's it's mm-hmm. not a kids' movie. Um, but it, and they belonged. It was it was right. It was just yeah. Mm. Um, interestingly. And here's some spoilers. This is a
0: spoiler break, so if you don't want spoilers, then leave before this
1: sound. There are a couple of times where she's seen skippy, skimming rocks. Mm. She can't skim rocks. So they had to CGI right. the rock skimming. Right. So, <laughs> she she did the arm action, but she couldn't for the life of her uh, skim rocks. So right. So that was CGI'd. This,
0: this film was was not scared to play with the fourth wall.
1: No, and and again that that is very much a French quirk. Yeah, fourth, fourth wall is uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> A couple of times, Emily watches something on the television that is directly and pointedly
1: relevant. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Did not shy away at all at a sense of the ridiculous to continue the story. Mm. And, and you've got to be totally on board with that and accept it um, for it to be as charming as it is, uh, you know, to 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 get away with it, um, and in a totally different way to a movie that that has a MacGuffin, you know, that that is necessary to to keep the plot. The whole movie of Emily is a MacGuffin, I think. Is that? It, does that make sense? It 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 gets away with what it's trying to get away with by getting away with it. Mm. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know. It's just yeah. It's it's charming and colourful and wonderful, and the soundtrack is beautiful. The audio is beautiful. The And also the the surrealism of it, Mm. you know, because nothing is quite real in it at all. You know, there are moments of slow motion that uh, are so deliberate and and yet not in the ways that other films use slow motion to. uh, I I don't know. Um, the other interesting thing that I read was that the whole team would go in uh, to wherever they were filming um, on location and give it an absolute thorough clean. They'd remove graffiti, they'd clean up um, any rubbish that was around and that includes that massive big train station The white walls The subway tiles And and then the All those platforms Upon platforms Of They They cleaned it Right So So that Again uh, It's It doesn't Quite Look Real Um Mm. There's that Sense of Whimsical Unreality to it Um It (laughs) I loved It It (laughs) <laughs>
0: I, I want to talk about the opening sequence Because Right from the get go In like the first five, ten minutes We know who everyone is We know what their motivations are We know How they are Where they are now
1: Yeah
0: And and it's so good. Yeah, such a good opening sequence. Yeah,
1: and, and yet there were still mysteries. Mm. Um, you know, the 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 man in the photographs. Who who is he? And for a long while, no one knows who he is. Mm. Um, and 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 even upon the reveal, um, we're not told yet. Yeah, it's. Um, and, and and also on the on the reveal, is he a threat now to this this relationship that isn't a relationship that could be a relationship? Or uh, it's just uh, no, no, um, uh, no, integral. In fact, <laughs> oh look, it's yeah, wonderful film. Um, I don't have anything apart from just gushing over mm. it it's yeah it's a special special film um and yeah staying on the shelf well and truly staying yes. on the shelf and i i thank i thank lee and i'm going to name him i thank mm-hmm. lee for for bundling this up amongst the uh the collection of dvds and blu-rays that he was uh I believe replacing with four mm. uh, K, and as is his absolute right, and uh, I think I certainly enjoyed that in in Blu-ray, and any mm. any more definition to that uh, could it could only improve it, uh, or something could only what am I trying to say? I um, <laughs> would not detract. Would not detract. No. It's really hard, having had some experience with making films, just sitting there and going, "Oh, that shot, that camera movement, that," and and usually it bugs me when I am in a watching a film and get that feeling that there is a camera crew behind me, right? Because it it takes me out of the movie, you know that that a camera shot is is set up um, so deliberately that you do feel the machine behind or the, the right. man, man behind the curtain. Mm. And I didn't feel that with this. I was fully conscious of camera moves and how beautiful it was and, um, you know, aerial um, gimbal shots and, mm. and what have you. Fully conscious of, oh, I love how that was captured, but it, I, I guess maybe because of that constant fourth wall breaking, mm. that it didn't matter what was behind me, right? I, I don't know, I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, heartily recommend it. So let's, uh, unless do you have anything else you wish to add no. to it? No, no. Um, I'm hoping that no goldfish were harmed in the making of the film. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: just, just toss the bowl in there. Yeah,
1: toss the bowl in, <laughs> and yes, all right. So let's let's just move on over to this little segment.
0: What's on the shelf? You know, it's probably DVDs.
1: And we've had some more additions to the the ever-growing list of suggestions of what may be on the shelf. And uh, we've now got how many? 47. There are 47 to select from. A couple of additions today. And let's roll the randomising random randomometer.
0: Powered by random.org.
1: There was a bit of a pause there. I'm usually the one with the pregnant pauses. 38. Number 38. Which means I am looking at...
0: Who suggests Isle of Dogs
1: Isle of Dogs Directed Uh, by Wes Anderson And I would be Remiss If I were to say that we Didn't have any Wes Anderson On the shelf Because that would be a lie Mm. There is some Wes Anderson on the shelf Uh, Have you seen Isle of Dogs? I have not seen Isle of Dogs. I should at some point. Mm-hmm. You really should, as should I. Yeah. <laughs> um, and possibly I hesitated for all the wrong reasons. Um, there was talk in certain circles that there was um, racial appropriation, involved and, and what have you. But yes, I I, I still am intending to, to give it a watch. And can we watch it by grabbing it off the shelf? No, no, it's not there. It's not on the shelf either. So, M, great suggestion and uh, a great opportunity to throw out a a Hint there as to what might still be sitting on the shelf lingering there. Um, but uh, total of zero points for M. Mm. And on that bombshell, <laughs> we, we had terrible disappointments, yes. Sorry, M. Um, and look, I should point out, M, M is a, a fairly recent listener, but has faithfully since started starting, uh and and joining our facebook page uh every week has has come up with a contribution and and we thank you for that it's it's good yes yes all right so let's move on
0: shake the phone and pick a film and then we'll watch the film next week
1: got it ready you've got it ready and we're about to select what we're going to be watching next week uh and we're running out of weeks before a uh, a surprise announcement may take place mm. that may cause a uh, a brief hiatus but mm. uh, yes so thomas has a he has the look on his face <laughs> he's he, the, that's totally unreadable um so I don't know whether it's something he is keenly excited about or whether it's something he's ever heard of or... Um, I'm curious to know. Hang yes. on, before before he suggests, uh, before he announced what's... Had you heard of Amelie? Yes. Right, okay. Yes. Okay.
0: As I as said in in the last episode, uh, it had come up in a episode oh, of the right. podcast that I didn't listen to, but it was a clip that... Got shared about
1: <laughs> Right, okay, fair enough um, uh, Have you heard of the film that has come up?
0: Uh, other than its
1: inclusion on this list, no Right, okay, so it is a, a complete mystery to Thomas Okay, this, Thomas
0: This isn't a very good scan of, of either of the covers of this film
1: Okay, so it, it, may yes. be, uh, it may be one of those strange, um, uh, it, obscure films It is
0: not even a scan This is clearly just a photo someone has taken of the front and the back of the case
1: Oh no, I'm going to have to do something about that
0: Complete with a, a sticker over the top of the uh, advisory Oh, is that a the, New Zealand sticker over it, the top it, of It the, might be Australia? a New Zealand sticker, yes
1: Okay um, yes, because if it was, especially with the Australian films, they reclassify in New Zealand um, films that have been um, distributed DVD and Blu-ray-wise. Uh, in Australia, they still reclassify and stick a, mm. a sticker over the top, which still, and I'm still trying to guess what it might be, and not. Nah. I'm clueless. So, drumroll. The 2007 film The Visitor. Is is, that, is it a white covered film uh, f- cover? Yes. Okay. And is it a actually a foreign film? That's a good question. I have a feeling that this is the film that was recommended to me by Rob and has an intriguing plot and I was intrigued enough to actually go ahead and order it and Thomas can't read the back of the cover because it's such a bad photo so he's bringing up a... I'm
0: just trying to work... It's an American film. It's an American film The Visitor stars Richard Jenkins as Walter A disaffected college professor who has been drifting aimlessly through his life When, in a chance encounter on a trip into New York Walter discovers a couple has taken up residence in his apartment in the city He develops an unexpected and profound connection to them that will change his life forever as challenges arise for his tenants, Walter finds himself compelled to help his new friends and finds a passion he thought he had lost long
1: ago. So, not a foreign film. Well, no. sorry, that's not fair, is it? Because <laughs> not a foreign film is uh, not an Australian film. Mm. Uh, it it is uh, English as a first language film. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, I just. Vaguely recall and look. If I, I, I'm not sure whether Rob still listens to the podcast, but I, I believe that he did recommend it to me, and I jotted it down and ordered a copy, and it's sat on, on the shelf ever since. So um, I don't know when I purchased it. Thomas is bringing that information up right now. <laughs>
0: I probably couldn't tell you.
1: Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think you've got to go around the back door and through the kitchen to find that out. You can list films in mm. date yes. they were added. This, that, make, this makes grouping listening, doesn't
0: it? That's assuming that it wasn't in the initial grouping of added films.
1: Yeah, no, it wasn't that far ago, long no. ago.
0: No? Okay. February last year.
1: Yes, he might have recommended it on our trip to Brutney Island. Yes. Anyway.
0: You bought it with another film that... uh, I'm assuming you bought it with another film that also has a New Zealand classification on the front.
1: Ah, okay.
0: Which is also in this list.
1: In this list. Mm. Right. So that's... Still unwatched, unloved, Mm -hmm. still under wraps. (laughs) Let's hope they're actually on the shelf and not not buried somewhere. But Okay, so uh, next week we are watching The Visitor and I'm extremely intrigued now to see whether my recollections are correct. Well, I I can't tell really, but we'll find out. Thomas, do you have anything uh, you wish to say before I... Just go ahead and finish without asking whether you have anything else to say. I should point out that Thomas has not put up a red flag and complained about the fact that I keep doing that, but I do keep doing that. Do you have anything? Anything at all? This is your opportunity. Help, help. No.
0: No. No, I don't have anything to say. (laughs)
1: Okay. (laughs) Well, in that case, um, we hope. Oh, very visual joke we just did. We did. (laughs) Yes. Um, Yeah, you'll have to watch the vlog for that. (laughs) And uh, yes. So we hope you can join us. And it's not going to get any better than this. (laughs) So you may choose not to. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we'll catch you next week. Bye.
0: You have been listening to Still Under Wraps. Your hosts were Colin, who produces and edits the show, and Thomas, who makes the artwork and music. Still Under Wraps is recorded in the Deranged Cat Studios in scenic Tasmania, Australia. Movies are selected at random through MyMovies, an excellent piece of movie collection software. You can find links to that, as well as our quote-unquote blog and our Facebook group, in the show notes. Still under wraps is a Hi Hello production.
1: Catch you next week. Bye. Next next week next week catch you next week. Catch you next week. Okay. Flam Flim Flammery. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> bye.